Hi, it's me again. Again, two videos in a day, eh? Get me, I never thought I'd see the day I'd be back to doing that. But um, I was killing time in the last couple of minutes in the office before five, as you do. And uh, this story popped up and I thought it was well worth talking about. Have a look. BBC Radio DJ in furious on-air rant during final ever show, which bosses tried to silence, and she leaks full audio. Well, if that isn't a headline that gets Chili John Carney's attention, I don't know what it is. BBC Radio DJ in furious on-air rant. So this is a, a local radio DJ from BBC Norfolk. Her name is Sophie Little. And it was her last go on BBC Norfolk today. And a furious rant ensued. She wanted to tell the truth, give her full thoughts about the BBC. And it says here, look, however, it appears the segment was cut from the programme and purposely omitted from the catch-up service BBC Sounds app. Ooh. Okay, but it says here, in anger, she took matters into her own hands as she posted the audio of her monologue online onto Twitter. So here it is. We can hear it in full, what she had to say about the BBC. Enjoy. You're listening to Treasure Quest, the final ever episode, with me, Sophie Little, on BBC Radio Norfolk. I hope you don't mind me taking a moment to say something, but something that's always bothered me is when an individual has any kind of platform and they don't use it to speak up for others at a time when they should. So I hope you don't mind me taking a moment on this final show to use this one. Local radio, as I think we all well know, is a vital public service. And it's my opinion that these drastic sweeping cuts taking place to BBC local radio all across the country are not only detrimental to everyone that enjoys switching on their local station and hearing their favourite shows, and detrimental to the local communities who value it and use it, but actually these cuts are unbelievably unfair to those who need local public service broadcasting the most. Those who are lonely and isolated, or those who are unable to leave their house, or unable to use the internet, or unable to pay for broadband or smart devices. Those who not only take joy from company of a familiar voice coming out of their radio, but who truly rely on it to keep going. And if you think that sounds dramatic, I wish you could be privy to some of the conversations I've had with listeners in recent weeks. They have reduced me to tears. The BBC's mission, as defined by Royal Charter, to act in the public interest serving all audiences. I believe in the BBC. I believe in all that it stands for. It's vital and it's important. But I will say this how I see it. I feel the cuts are ableist, ageist, and they place economic barriers for some people too. And I felt incredibly nervous to say this, thinking about the many bosses above my head and how this goes against the grain of all of the training I've ever had in my 15 years that I've been here. But I remind myself that this is not their BBC. It is our BBC. And like all of our public services, it exists to serve you. And so it must be scrutinised and held to account to protect its own integrity. And while I'm here, can I just say thank you for all of the wonderful moments that we've shared across these airwaves. They have shaped me and I will never forget them. Sorry, you'll have to drive with me. I've got to get home. I've got time for another walk around the park today. But yeah, that was what she had to say. It's interesting, right? And uh, there are a lot of cuts going on with local radio. A lot of complaints about it. 
or local radio. And she's not the first local radio DJ that's having her gig removed that has spoken out publicly. But she's the first to have a rant like that on her show. And what's also interesting is the BBC cut it. And, uh, you know, she's off the gravy train now. You know, the train has pulled into the station and uh, she no longer is riding the gravy train. Hang on, I'm gonna let this woman go. Go on. Only because I like dogs. So yeah, she's no longer riding the gravy train, but she didn't burn all the bridges because she was saying how she trusts the BBC, she believes the BBC, she believes in the BBC. So she wasn't burning all the bridges in case she comes back. So she had, she hosted some Quest show, which BBC Essex has a similar one. And that's being cut as well, I believe. But yeah, like she said there, the BBC don't care about who can't listen to it. They, they couldn't care less, they're not bothered. The people who don't have broadband or, you know, the people who uh, can't afford to do other things, whatever it was she was saying, I can't remember all of it, obviously. Busy at the minute. But the BBC know that those people that like, the kind of people she said there that like to have a friendly voice to listen to, you know, a bit of company, they're the kind of people that aren't going to be around much longer. And we know how the BBC feel about those kind of people because they took away their free TV licences. BBC don't care about those kinds of people. Local radio costs them a lot of money to do. Think about all the studios around the country and all the staff, not just, not just the presenting staff, which is a big fee anyway, but you've got the cleaners, you've got the admin staff, you've got the IT support, the IT infrastructure, the broadcasting kit, the mobile broadcasting vehicles. It's a huge expense for the BBC. So you can see why they want to cut it. If you was going to start a media organisation today, you wouldn't do so with local radio, would you? But the BBC, as she said there, do have a charter to to deliver this stuff to the people and when they start making cutbacks and stuff people have had all the time they do wonder where the license fee money goes i wonder where the license fee money goes 3.7 billion quid a year just in license fees i think it's over 5 billion now the total income of the bbc where's this money going you think of all the stuff they waste money on lineker's salary being one of them there's huge wastage in that corporation. It's crazy how much money they waste in that corporation. Just in the training, where we talked last year, didn't we, about the training situation where they were being trained about the genders and all of that. Madness, utter madness and wastage. Someone needs to go in and really sort that place out, don't they? Sorry, I had to pull over and take the filter off. I had a filter on this camera and I thought my face was being a bit dark, so I just had to pull over and, and sort the filter out on there. But it's, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of cuts coming. A lot of cuts coming to the BBC. And especially BBC local radio. So whilst, you know, I, I, 
Was it brave of her to do? I don't know. Will it affect her getting a job at another broadcaster? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. Shows she's passionate, I guess. She didn't burn any bridges, really. And it was cut. And this will all be forgotten about. Anyway, it's not like she's going to put it on her CV, is it? But the interesting point of it is, I think it's going to open the floodgates. Because there's... The local radio changes are really coming now. They're really starting to come now. And if she's done that, that might open the door for many more to do that. So I don't think this is the last of these rants about the BBC and about the license fee that we're gonna hear. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, going commercial like I keep saying the BBC should do and that's not going to save local radio if that's something you're into I mean that is one of the defenses isn't it of paying the license fee whenever I talk to people about it in the street or in the pub or whatever their defenses as I've said a few times on this channel but maybe you're new and you've not heard it the defenses for it are news local radio and public service broadcasting or no ads as well yeah news has changed loads they've made news well I, know I never rated it anyway but a lot of people that did rate it are now saying that it's worse and they've changed it to be able to compete in commercial markets so you won't get ads in the UK but there are ad breaks in it and if you're in another country you'll get ads here you'll just get weather or whatever I haven't watched it to find out to be honest the public service remit's going down the toilet a bit. They're, they're not really making shows people want to see. They're making changes to local radio. The no ads thing is complete rubbish as well, isn't it? Because when you watch, like I have been around people's houses and they've had the BBC on, it's rubbish because, you know, when, at the end of a show on ITV or whatever, you get ads. You know where you stand with it. At the end of a show on the BBC, you still get the three minute break it's just them showing commercials for their own stuff or idents. I don't know. But I can't see going commercial would save local radio. Because there's been local commercial stations and they've all kind of been amalgamated into one. I don't know. Heart or something bought BBC Essex or Essex FM or whatever it was called. And a couple of others, didn't they? And kind of share shows all around them. Which is what the BBC are doing with the local radio stations. I just thought it was interesting. I just thought we could talk about it a bit. I'm waffling a bit because I'm concentrating on this and not on what I'm saying, obviously. But let me know what you think about it all down in the comments below because I think this is going to open the floodgates. I think we're going to get a lot more, a lot more of these now. What do you reckon? Let me know and uh, yeah, I'll see you in the next one, whenever that will be. Probably tomorrow though, I reckon probably tomorrow. I did have something I wanted to talk about on the way home today to then put up tomorrow, but this this took over because it was interesting, I thought. Anyway, ta -da.